Hi, I'm Becky Eakins, business mindset and lifestyle coach for occupational therapists. I focus on creating a freedom-based online business, helping OTs to package up their skills in unique and exciting offers that feel so good that they sell with ease in the online space. Since leaving the profession of OT, I have now worked with hundreds of clients online, helping them to create a life they feel inspired by. In this podcast, I will talk about the lifestyle goals, mindset and strategy you need to create your own life of freedom. One of the biggest challenges when deciding I wanted to create a freedom style business was my mindset. I think this is the same for a lot of people. Ah, At the time, I was just so easily angered, frustrated and mad with myself and mad with other people. I was just coming from a place of being completely broken. I don't know if anyone else resonates with this, but crying multiple times per day, unable to ever say what you think because your ego is so absolutely fragile that even slightest negative look from somebody would have had me quivering in a corner. I just felt like I'd lost all sense of personality. So it seemed like an impossible task. And I had dreams, but I can remember just not believing that I would ever reach them and not not having that sense of self-worth that, you know, I could do this and it was worth pursuing my dreams for. So they were just loose thoughts. And I remember at one stage we were mixing with some world schoolers because I home educate my children. So for those who don't know, world schoolers are people who just travel fairly constantly roaming the world and their children are very much educated by the world. Some some do formal education, but a lot of them um, do an unschooling kind of casual approach where your children just learn from the rich tapestry of of life the the whole world is like a classroom I mean it's incredible what you can pick up when you're actually traveling with children so we were mixing with world schoolers and at one stage we actually went for a month in Thailand when the children were very young um, just to see what it was like to go backpacking um, with young children. It was a wonderful experience. The Thai people were so nice. In actual fact, I would go as far as saying it was easier backpacking with children than without because every time we got on any public transport, they would just clear the decks and um, let us sit down because we had children that give uh, the kids sweets they were just so nice um, and we had a fantastic time but we came back very inspired because we'd met all of these world schoolers and obviously it was how did you make it happen um, you know and we met such inspiring people and it really helped to expand our thinking but it was straight after that when uh, we had the heart attack in the family and that obviously just knocked everything off kilter. I can remember scratching my head and just like brainstorming for hours and hours and hours of of ways that I could make business work. Basically, I think the moment um, that my partner had a heart attack was the moment when I thought, oh, I'm going to be the one that makes the money then, just in case. It's a survival thing, I think, that just kicked in. And I stepped up. I stepped up into a different level, but I didn't know 
how to make money in any other way apart from being employed as an occupational therapist. And I was mad. Like, I was really, really angry. Why why could everyone else achieve this freedom? And I couldn't. Like, I was so mad about it. I held on to all of this anger and stress. But if I look back, like, my focus was on the lack all I could obsess about is what I didn't have, what I didn't, you know, couldn't get. And I just, just obviously, I kept attracting in more of the lack because of it. I was constantly seeking more and more evidence for why my life was worse than everybody else's. Oh, I loved playing the victim. And I squelched round in those muddy waters of victimhood for a long time. Um, it's funny to look back, but the my poor friends, anybody who knew me around that time, they would have either got a really angry and upset version of me or just a completely put on and fake happy, happy face pretending that everything's good. But I don't think any of them... <laughs> were really good and it just took me a long time to realize that to every positive there's a negative and you know we've all got these opposing forces really I used to think that creating a life of freedom would just be all one way Uh, some had it good and we had it bad but I realized that there's good and bad things happening all the time, basically. And if we're constantly trying to move away from bad things and moving towards pleasure, that it's just, it was keeping me moving all the time. So like chasing pleasure constantly, trying for something different, something new and avoiding pain. And it was almost like I was in some kind of animal-like state. And it just, while I was living like that, I was so easily triggered by things outside of my control and I actually forgot to spend time just appreciating the now you know because even during the bad there's equal amounts of good if we look around for them and in each given day I can find evidence for both so it's about finding the balance somewhere which is normally somewhere in the middle. So when amazing things happen, there's we need to be aware that there's going to be some challenges around the corner. And when there are challenges, there'll be massive joy. But we can just learn to neutralize these charges over time, letting go of attachments and thoughts that are based on, on history. I recorded a mindset meditation, one that you can do overnight. Very powerful in terms of helping you create the confidence, the self-belief and deal with any money mindset issues. I use these kind of overnight meditations all the time. I found them incredibly powerful. So I've created a very special one and I'm giving it for free to all of my podcast listeners. You can download it on the show notes. So I know that now. So now when I'm receiving challenges, I do look for the lessons. I look for the opposite. I just look to get some balance um, within it. So I neutralize and balance my emotions more quickly. Developing a mindset of an entrepreneur 
it's so important because we're always going to have peaks and troughs within the business, but we only really get one choice. And that choice is how we choose to react to it. So when we're managing our emotions, we can balance the whole experience. Um, it means that we can free ourselves from shames or guilts and we can operate from love and gratitude instead. So we're, we're not projecting constant fears from the past onto events in the future. So when we do this, it actually gives us more power and more power of our own life is a good thing. So to just remember that negative can't exist without positive and vice versa. It's a bit like a magnet. It all helps to create growth and movement. But when we can manage this, when we can rise above it, it helps us become magnetic to people because people are magnetized to you because you can hold them safe. You've done the inner work, you can neutralize the charges and you can hold people in a safer place. So the journey to stabilize um, myself as an entrepreneur, it was a big, big battle, but it was worth doing. And I see a lot of new clients that come in and they'll have the big surges in excitement. And then we get a big drop when the first bad thing that happens. And the problem with this is there's too much in the drop and rise. And of course, there's no stability within the business um, because people come and go when they're subject to those big emotional changes. So the more we can kind of anchor in the middle and start to, to see the challenges exactly as they are as another chance to learn and grow because business isn't straightforward and it's not easy, but it can be fun when we change our mindset to it. So there's so many tools that I found helpful within the mindset journey, uh, shadow work, breath work. There's so many that I'll talk about uh, during the podcast, but one of the first and most basic tools, I think, is the one that probably needs saying right at the start of the podcast is when people are just feeling at the broken stage because we have to start. We have to start somewhere. And one of the most helpful things to lift me out of that stage of just feeling completely broken to a point where I was strong enough to start taking action was the daily wellness recipe. This just allowed me to recognize that mental mental wellness is as important as cleaning my teeth. And that was a game changer when I realized that. I think I had three, because I consider myself a very, very happy person, but I had three major episodes of um, very low mood. And even though I thought I'd built myself up in between them, I still kept dropping down. So that was when I realized, okay, takes a little bit more work. This is daily. <laughs> so it was the moment when I realized that, that I had to do this work every single day. That was when things have started to stabilize. So the daily wellness recipe, I just basically compiled a basic list of all the ingredients I needed to have good mental health every single day. This was when um, I just realized that I needed to get out the house, for example, every single day uh, just to get some fresh air. I One of my things is I have to move my body every single day. If I don't move my body, my mood very quickly drops. 
Um, it, it doesn't really matter how I move it as long as I do something. I had to eat well and make effort to look after myself. I also needed silence, even if it was only for three minutes. I just knew that I needed that every single day. So I wrote down my daily recipe and made it look pretty, stuck it on my kitchen. And the important thing is I stuck to it. Um, I might have had the odd day where I didn't, but, you know, I pretty much stuck to that and still do, to be honest. There's still what will go through my mind is, oh, should I just sit in the house and work all day? And then I remember, ah, your mood's going to drop if you do that. (laughs) So that was very helpful in just lifting the initial fog. And after that, I was able to start making much bigger progress and starting to do some of the more challenging and deeper work as well, just because I was coming from a higher place with a higher level of self-worth feeling nourished and just cared for. I think it's so easy as a mum to um, to completely lose yourself when you're an employee. And I was trying to build a business at the same time and just trying to look after children. And sometimes I think we just don't look after ourselves enough. Um, that was the place I was coming from. Um, but as soon as I started being selfish is what I I thought I was being and now realize it's not selfish but and really putting myself first a lot more oh it just had a knock-on effect because of course I was happier I had more energy um, and I'm sure I made a better mum because of it so learning to master your mindset is really important in business and it comes up with my clients a lot I mean, I think when we want to create a life of freedom, it's a big change. It's ultimately, this is one of the biggest things you can do. You're setting out to go after whatever it is on your heart and you're taking some big strides into the unknown. This can throw off the most confident of people. Um, learning to master your mindset is just such a powerful tool. I can't imagine anybody uh, doing it and then regretting it. So if challenges come up, now what I look for is the, the contrast. So one of the things is, can I learn anything from this? And the other thing is just to, to think, is this here just to show me contrast just to make me aware of what I really don't want to make me more motivated for what I might want um so I look at I look at the challenges in a different way I'd love to hear your stories of how you manage your personal challenges and mindset I just wanted to take a moment to share how I help occupational therapists to create their own version of freedom. I help OTs all around the world to design, launch and scale their online business. You will learn how to tap into a deeper understanding of your purpose, your mission and how to turn that into an exciting offer to sell online. I've clients who've hit 3K, 5K, 10K and 15K months. Anything is possible. If it sounds like a good fit, then contact me via the link on the show notes.